Whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. Yeah, hello and welcome to Mojo Sports, the Women in League show, episode 21. My name is Dan Frost and as always, supported by the best panel in the business. Tonight we've got Tasha, we've got Alicia. Guys, we're, we're inching inching closer to NRLW season and that's my question for you off the top is what are you most looking forward to about the upcoming season? Tasha, I'm going to start with you. Dan, so hard. I'm looking forward to so many things. I could rabbit on about um, what I'm looking forward to next year's season forever, but I'm going to narrow it down to one thing because I promise you I would, um, just to see the two new teams, the two new franchises, just to see the, the, the players that are already established, the new ones coming through. I'm really excited about that. Yeah, no, it's it's going to be it's going to be good to see the the new clubs coming into the competition, and uh, yeah, great to see the game continue to expand. Look for me, um, similar sort of thoughts. Mine's around the coverage. Um, I'm really excited uh, anytime. Uh, our, you know, one of our favourite sports, you know, women in league gets that media coverage, and we're about to we're about to experience a little, something a little bit unprecedented. Obviously, with the two seasons coming up, with Origin impact in the middle, um, you know, I just I just hope that we can continue to get as much exposure to our amazing athletes, um, and that's what season twenty twenty two is going to be all about. Alicia, what about yourself? Interesting that Tasha's missed the side. She's gone with two teams, but there's actually three. Tasha, did you forget one? Oh. You might have. Might have forgotten the Knights probably, knowing knowing Tosh. No, no that's not true. I, you, you guys will give the Knights enough, uh, you know, enough talk. So, yeah, I guess on the other two. Yeah. No, um, look, I'm looking forward to the time of the year that it's going to be played. I think just to start the whole footy calendar, men and women, with the women's game is awesome. And um, But my main one is the debutantes. Like, as we mentioned, three new teams coming to the comp, which means a host of Debut- potential debutantes and there's about 50% across the whole competition. It's absolutely nuts. Um, so, yeah, getting to know these players and watching them potentially go from, you know, starting off in this NRLW comp to possibly representing their country by the end of the year if they play well. So, yeah, it's pretty exciting times. All right, guys, let's jump into the huddle. Leave no regrets out there. That is what a real champion is made of. The Broncos celebrate success once more. New South Wales have won Women's State of Origin. On a great performance by the Australian Killaroos. Champion teams do this. They find space, they find time. Loved watching her play and I think she'll take her game to another level. Yeah, and this week we're all excited as we cover one of the new franchises to enter the NRLW competition in the Gold Coast Titans, and we are so lucky, so fortunate to have one of the true legends of women in league, and that is Steph Hancock. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. No, it's uh, it's great to have you on board, and we're, we're very much looking forward to watching the Titans. Uh, let's get straight into it. Can we start with, well, talk, talk to us a little bit about your coach, because uh, Jamie, obviously, he's obviously built quite a reputation in the game over quite a few years already. And talk to us a little bit about, you know, his coaching style and uh, I guess, yeah, your excitement, uh, yeah, joining the Titans um, under Jamie. Yeah, well, uh, my first sort of um, meetings with Jamie, he wasn't actually coaching um, any football team I was in, but he had a lot to do with those bloody New South Wales girls. (laughs) (laughs) Program, So um, to see the change in the women's game, 
and I'm talking before 2017, um, and then to be coached. Well, he was the assistant for the World Cup side in 2017, um, but to have a past player and a bloke that's that knowledgeable um, and loves his bloody video reviews and he's just a great genuine bloke as well that knows how to communicate with women and, um, oh, mate, we couldn't have went wrong with a coach at the Titans in, in Jamie. I mean, he's a dad of bloody two little boys, those two twins who just run a mark. So if he's not concentrating on those two little fellas, he is actually, um, he's right up there with one of the best coaches I've ever been coached by. Yes, Steph, that, look, I, I agree. Um, Jamie's been been around the, the game for a long time, you know, working on the pathways, etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I always like to ask a player is I always think that every new coach you get, you learn a new skill. Every new coach has got something extra to offer. And you, my friend, must have many, many uh, feathers to your bow. Um, is there something that you think um, you'll get special out of, Jamie, that you haven't had elsewhere? Yeah, it's, it's like being a police officer, though. You'll never know everything. Um, but is the same. Like every bloody time I go to training I do actually learn something or there's something you can improve on you're never the best or you're never perfect at anything in footy but I just think um the way Jamie can get his message across um to the players is like uh, yeah it's hard to explain it's hard to put in words um how Jamie is unless you know him um for him to have a group of 24 female uh women's players sitting in front of him he um yeah, he just knows, he speaks from the heart. He knows how to get his point across. He makes it so simple that you know your job on the field and you can't bugger it up. So um, that's what I love about Jamie. He keeps it simple. How do you get you across, Steph? Because we, we wanted to, you know, we were hoping that you went around again, but I was a bit surprised myself to see you on the, on the team list. Like what was it that, that got you over the line? Uh, it was hard to watch Origin for the first time, to to actually sit and watch a women's Origin game because I hadn't missed one in bloody forever. Um, mm. Even though I was sitting at the right down the front row, I could still yell at Murph and Barrett and that. But um, I just, Feeney called me for some reason. We are talking about just general shit in life and um, I just said to him, like, I miss that was the hardest thing ever watching that game and I miss Woody so much. Um, and he goes, well, I'd love for you to have some role at Titans. And I was like, no, I've got the fire burning in my guts. Like I want to be a player still. Mm. Um, and it all eventuated from there. So very fortunate. Um, but since it's been put back a bit, um, I'll be 40 next year. So I'm a little bit concerned that I won't be able to keep up with these little Tianas and Destiny Brill. <laughs> A bit scary. Uh, look, Mate, you're looking fighting fit. <laughs> Thank you. Very you much do. looking forward to the, to the season ahead, and uh, yeah, and, and obviously all, all the all the support and, and knowledge that you can also pass on to a lot of the team that's coming together. And Steph, that's kind of where my next question was gonna was gonna go to is is in terms of you know talk to our listeners about the NRL. W competition because it, it is unique. I mean, obviously you've had your experience across 
across a few different clubs. But yeah, talk, yeah. talk to us a little bit about it because it's unique. It's it's very fast. Only a few games. I, I always say you can't lose football games in the NRLW. You're sort of you know coming together camp style and meeting new people. Yeah, yeah. T- take us behind the scenes in terms of the NRLW competition and um, yeah, give us a bit of an indication as to yeah the Gold Coast as well. Yeah, I think um, my best experience in my entire football career was 2018. Um, the inaugural women's Broncos team, we just, we had Paulie Dyer, Mick Hancock, um, Fletch, Bloody Murray Staley, blokes at Wids. Like we um, played in the 2013 World Cup and won that World Cup for the first time. And then just to be back around those blokes um, and the the Kiwi girls that came over, the way we all just gelled together, we went down to a camp at Kingscliff. And you could just feel, you just knew that we were going to be a team that was going to be hard to beat. But those boys are legit. Bloody, they do not take any bullshit. And if you had to get 15 point whatever in a fitness test, if you didn't get it, you just didn't play. Mm. So you knew where you stood and you expected all your teammates to be up to the level that they they um, they set as a requirement. So, um to, to be honest, I think that first year was definitely my favourite. Um, and then obviously um, 2019 I stayed at the Bronx and that was, I'm not going to say it was better because I honestly believe that the first year was definitely the best. And then um, my mate came over from P&G, Elsie. Um, we made a deal down at the Dragons last year, um, which in my opinion going with else to the Dragons was better than winning a premiership because just watching that girl grow as a footballer. And this is what I love about NRLW, the opportunities that it gives to all these players. And it's not just here in Queensland or New South Wales. Um, there's so many girls in PNG now that want to play NRLW. There's so many girls over in England. Um, obviously, all the Kiwi girls, there's plenty of Samoan girls and Tongan girls and Cook Islander girls and, yeah, the list goes on. So um, I just think to be a part of a another inaugural Queensland team for next year, even though it's the 2021 season, um, there's nothing better. You're the first at this. You get to set the standard. You get to set what the history is about for the rest of this club um, in the years to come. So that's the exciting part. What about these new teams, Steph, that are coming in? Because there's a, you know, naturally you sort of underestimate them a little bit, but you've played against a lot of these girls, like in other teams like Power and Newcastle. Like, what do you, what do you think the new clubs are going to bring to the comp? Yeah, like obviously everyone goes on about the Bronx, um, mm-hmm. but bloody hell, look at the Eels. Mm-hmm. They've got half the bloody New South Wales team. Um, like Penatani fit, like mate, I think. Isabel Kelly, Jess Sergis. I know they're going to the Roosters, but um, just the Ford pack at the Eels. And then you've got half the bloody Kiwi Ferns at the Knights, mm. like there's nine of them. Yeah. And I played against majority of them. And they're, they can play football, those girls. They're tough. They're built tough. They've got mental toughness. When they hit, yeah, you know about it. Um, but that's the same. Yeah, it's – Steph, me and uh, me and Alicia, we, we're very much, uh, yeah, we're very very happy to see those signings flow into our Newcastle franchise. But I guess that leads me to to the next part is that I, I kind of feel like the Gold Coast Titans, 
you guys will have that opportunity, kind of just fly under the radar a little bit because, you know, there are a few players that are yet to really, I, I guess, be household names. But I, I guess that's got nothing to do with the talent because, yeah, talk to us a little bit about this this roster as a whole as, as, before we sort of work through some of the, the different positional groups. But overall, yeah. you, you have to be happy. You have to be impressed with uh, the squad that you guys have built there uh, at, the, at the Gold Coast. Yeah, see, I've been trying to keep quiet because we're the underdogs, yeah, the, the dark horse. Um, to sign with some of these girls, like I've never played a game of football with Georgia Hale, but I'm going to get to play in a like in a season with her, which excites the bloody hell out of me because she is probably one of the fittest footballers I've ever come across um, and just the attitude on her never gives up. Uh, she's phenomenal. So that excites me just from the word go. But you just got to look at all these under-19, well, they'll be under-20, obviously, next year. Some of these girls on the list, like you got Destiny Brill that scores from dummy half in origin bloody this year. That just excites the crap out of me. But I've been privileged enough to play with Brittany Braley for the last, what, eight years or whatever, and I know what she's capable of. So to have two hookers already um, with that quality, just I reckon that's scary because obviously your dummy half's very important. Um, then you've got all the old girls like Tasman Gray. Um, you've got Rona Peters there. I've noticed there's a surprise packet that's not written on this list, so I can't wait till that actually gets announced. And I think um, that's going to be our little secret weapon. So hopefully that'll excite everybody. Um, but like I played Kimmy with Kimmy. Um, Brito's partner, Kimi Nati. She's uh, played in the halves. I think she scored three tries in the bloody mm. grand final first year. Like, like she just, she's got a footy head on her, that kid, and can kick a football. But she can control a team on the park, which is definitely what we're going to need uh, with such a young squad. But um, I'm just trying to think because I don't know how to say half the girls' well, surname. And, and, and Steph, um, I, I, I also want to talk about yeah i guess the makeup of the team a lot a lot of a lot of younger players but there is a sprinkle of experience throughout the squad in 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 just the right sort of area you know let's uh let's talk now about some of your outside backs and obviously karina brown uh, she's a bit of a favorite here at mojo we've obviously had karina on the show previously and all of her experience talk to us a little bit about yeah i guess karina's potential uh, impact on, on some of the younger outside backs there at the gold coast because Again, you talk about some of these key signings, but this is huge for for a first-year franchise. Yeah, well, I mean, I was at the Queensland camp yesterday. Karina's the oldest player there, and she's running in second out of 34 in the 1.2 test. So that Mm. just volumes of Karina. She will never – she just amazes me. I love Goosey that much. Um, Like, I've seen her with the most horrific broken jaw with blood in her mouth. She comes back every time, breaks the collarbone, comes back, breaks everything. I think everything in her body has been broken at some point in football. Um, But to have someone with her attitude, her work ethic, and she's just a bloody good, like a genuine good person, um, to have someone there with all that experience, um, those girls are just going to thrive off what Karina does. I yeah, used to I- love her 
on the wing or fullback, safe as a bloody bank. You knew she was never going to drop it and she would put a body on the line. I could go on all night about VC. No, Karina's just absolutely clutch. And, you know, these are some of the exciting players that our listeners get to get to watch live in action very, very soon. Steph, you talked about um, a few of the, you know, the more experienced, established players such as yourself and um, Georgia Hale and then, of course, you've got Goose. And um, so you've got a strong leadership group there that can lead the young girls through. And you also talked about, um, you know, it's five-round games, then a semi, then a grand, um, which I'm really looking forward to because it just gives you a, a bit of better chance to gel but when you mentioned earlier about um, Destiny Brill and uh, Brito, both very good um, in the number nine position, and it's been more of a recent thing with our game that it, that great effort, you know, where they come in and replace each other, and the and then the the hooker really sparks off a whole lot of attack from the defence when they're coming off the bench. Is that something that you you think the Titans are heading looking to do with Brito and Brill? I don't actually know because Fiends hasn't shared any of his little secrets um, in relation to how we're going to actually structure our football. So um, I just think if you look at the previous years, the amount of tries, I think from even last year, the amount Mm of tries in half um, sort of took the cake, I think. That was a... I think um, the Roosters, majority of their tries were dummy half, especially when they needed um, a quick four-pointer. Um, so, yeah, but I just think the fitness level of those two girls um, and the bloody pass that they can throw from the ground, of just it's uh, – Jamie, Jamie's going to have such a hard time trying to work out who he's going to start, who he's going to come having off the bench. Um, that's going to be tough. Yeah, but no. I think t- – with our halves, that's going to be a tough call too. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, I think that's exactly right. I think if we were all to put pen to paper to a 17 at the Titans, I think we'd all come up with different teams just, just because of the depth there, and that's obviously a great thing for the club. Um, this question's for Tasha and Steph because there's a particular favourite player. We don't play favourites here, but Tasha, talk to us about this younger player that's caught your eye there at the Titans in Tiana. Um, just, you know, obviously appears to be a special talent. And Steph, um, you know, obviously you'd be pretty pretty excited about some of the talent up there at the coast. But, yeah, Tash, you know, definitely a player that, that's caught your eye. Yeah, certainly. I think we were talking about it a few months back. But um, she was eligible for the under-19 state of origin. She played in the open state of origin. And, yes, Steph, in the winning Queensland team um, of the state of origin. Um, but... She really caught my eye, Dan. And from my understanding, I've watched a bit of her play um, in the BHP Cup as well throughout the year, and she's only going to get better and more powerful. She can already run the lines. She already seems to know the game so well. I don't know whether it's because she's a product of, you know, these new pathways that are coming through. Um, But And rumour has it that she's, um, she's strengthened up a bit which even makes her more lethal. So she's definitely something I, somebody I really want to follow. And Steph, you know, we, we talk about some of the rookies in the team, but, uh, you know, I guess the stage isn't going to be too big for them. You know, there's a lot of talent in this younger group. And, uh, yeah, I, I can see the big smile on your face as we talk about uh, your team there. But, um, yeah, good, good to see some of the younger players coming through. And, yeah, they're, they're going to pack a punch in the, in the competition ahead. Yeah, you just had to watch the under-19 origin game um, before the – the open game at the sunny coast this year to see 
the talent, and I'm not just talking from Queensland, like some of those kids, Egan mm. uh, Berry, Little Flash, they call her. I've never seen a kid run so fast in your life. Um, but, yeah, obviously I'm excited about the, the 19s that we've signed. Um, there's a young girl called April as well, um, front rower. She's mentally tough already, which is great. Um, and, yeah, she's got some real ticker and she can hit. So, But Tiana is something else. Like you just had to watch her. She could have played in the 19s. She stood up in the opens. Um, I thought she was amazing. And I will be happily watching her like Tasha um, next year. And Steph, I've just got to I've just got to say when you because you have played with the Bronx and you have played with the Dragons and um, I'm just thinking you run out there, you run hard. We all know you do that well. But um, has there been a little bit of messaging back and forth? Maybe you know, um, is Elsie Albert playing with the Dragons? What's the message going to be there before you two run on? Yeah, so I spoke to Els last week and um, I always joke. I said, mate, I'm going to tell Feeney I'm on the bench when you're on the field. And when <laughs> you come on, you're on the bench, then I'll go on. I'm happily, I'll happily do that. But, like, um, if anyone knows Elsie Albert, um, you know her background, that kid has not been to a gym and learnt how to do specific rugby league uh, weight training. So... I'm actually really scared to see how much uh, like she's only so young as well. Like she's just going to be something else next year that I'd hopefully I don't have to put my body in front of. Absolutely, it just plays with uh, zero fear. That's for sure. All right, guys, uh, time for our time for our uh, our predictions now for for the Gold Coast Titans in this uh, in this season ahead. Alicia, going to start with you. Um, oh, this is tough because. I can't even remember who I what I did last week. I think the Titans. I think it's going to be an All Queensland Grand Final. So Titans Bronx. Don't ask me who's going to win because I'm not going to answer it. But I think, um, yeah, I just want to see a really. I want to see that first round four game really tense because I know it will be, especially with a bit of feeling between the two clubs already. But then take it to a Grand Final, even better. Yeah, look for me. I, th- I think there's a lot of uh, listeners who are, who are still quite new to the game who are thinking the new franchises are going to sort of sit at the bottom of the table, and the Titans will be one of them. That that's definitely not my feeling. I think they're definitely a smoky for that top four, um, and it's going to be you know the, the difference between positions on the ladder will be one victory. It could be one try, two tries. That's how tight the competition's going to be. That's how tight a lot of these games have been in the past. So. The experienced players, uh, not just because we've got Steph on the line, the, the, the importance of experienced players to hold on and win those games and not just narrowly lose, that's going to be the key to the season. So, look, I, I think the Titans um, are going to be up there. Tash, what about yourself? Yeah, look, I'm going to have to disagree. Sorry, Steph. I, I can't what? see the Titans <laughs> making the grand final this year. Hey, Steph, if any consolation, I am wrong every single year and nobody studies it more than I do and I get it wrong every single time. <laughs> But, um, yeah, look, I, I see it being more of a Roosters-Broncos sort of grand final. Um, I think the Titans will make the top four, but I just can't see them in that grand final day. And, Steph, you get the final word on this one. Obviously, uh, you're in this thing to, to win it, and that, that's my question. Talk to us about it because if we know anything about you is that you are a winner, you bring that, you play the game to win, and obviously there's a lot of plays in that squad will be looking to do the same. Talk to us a little bit about your expectations coming into the season because, um, yeah, you're not in it to just participate. Yeah, obviously I just want 
um, any player that pulls on a Titans jersey, um, firstly, to enjoy the NRLW experience. Um, there's nothing better than getting to play for an actual NRL club. Like, that's pretty cool in itself. But I think, too, like, um, to be coached by Jamie Feeney, to have an assistant in Tani Norris, um, the the backing that we get from the actual football club, like the Rebecca Frizzells of the world, who is they're just she is the most supportive female um, in our game yet towards our club. So I just think um, if we can all just relax and not freak out about the Broncos or the Roosters or who's playing for the Eels, and all those experienced players do step up, and Tassie Gray plays like she did in the Origin every mm. week um, next season, um, and not just Tassie. I'm just um, trying to blow a trumpet for her. <laughs> I owe her one actually. So, um, but to see like Destiny and Tiana, and, and I'm only talking about a few. Um, we've got a couple of Warriors girls last year that said they will never experience anything like what they did at the Warriors last year, just with the cultural and how close that they become as a team. So I think they've kind of carried that into the Titans as well, uh, which is a very, very special little connection there. Um, so I just think if we can just take one round at a time, uh, no serious injuries, and we all listen to Feeney and show up on January 10th, fit, healthy, Good mindset. I honestly think we'll go all right next year. All right, guys, let's jump into our final segment for tonight, Rapid Fire. And we're going to talk all about that and a whole bunch of other things. What you need to know tonight. Sincere apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time for him tonight. We'll get him on the air again soon. Oh, my boss is singing closing time. Maybe that's what you're doing. Yeah, and this week on Rapid Fire, well, the schedule's been released. We can start to look ahead to some of the games uh, in the competition and that's my first question uh, to to you guys is, yeah, what's the game that you're most looking forward to in round one? Tasha, going to start with you. Yeah, well, I know that you guys are going to choose the, the Knights Eels, um, and that is an exciting one for very many reasons. Um, I love the fact, firstly, that it's a, a triple header. I think that is just an incredible way to, to, to start this um, blockbuster season. Um, but I'm really interested to see the Broncos and the Roosters. Um, I've, I've made it said that, you know, I think they're one and two uh, going into this competition. So I really want to see how that game pans out. Yeah, look, I'll, I'll quickly jump in, and I, I think me and Alicia, uh, me and Alicia, are headed in a similar direction when it comes to our our game. But look, for for me, yeah, I'm going to go with the Titans and the Eels. I, I think, you know, what I, what I'm most interested in seeing is is some of the combinations, uh, you know, on display, you know, with the Newcastle Knights. I think, um, you know, a lot of these new teams, you know, you think, okay, they've just sort of been thrown together and they're going to be a little bit clunky, but. A lot of these players have been playing together for years, and I, I think there's there's a, there's quite a few combinations in these new teams. So I, I actually think we're going to see a pretty um, you know smooth game of football straight out of the gate, and that that's going to be the key with these two new teams who can who can settle in in that first half, um, and hopefully hopefully it is our our, our athletes uh, from the Hunter. Alicia, um, talk to us a little bit about that game. It's um it's going to be a beauty. Yeah, it is. I think, um, you know, it, it's the last game of the day as well, which hopefully there's a pretty decent crowd by the afternoon to watch it. Um, but, yeah, Newcastle and Parramatta traditionally have got a bit of rivalry there in the men's, and, and I think it should roll over into the into the women's game as well. But, 
round one, like it's going to dish up some pretty good storylines. Like even that Roosters Broncos game, like that's that's the twenty twenty grand final rematch, really. So Broncos and Roosters have um had a little bit of a rivalry. Obviously, Broncos have beaten them twice in grand final. So um yeah, either way, it should be great. And then you got Elsie up against Steph. They can't <laughs> ask for much more than that. Yeah, that that's it. No, it's going to be an exciting uh, first round of football. And again, you can't lose. You've got to win football games in this competition. Um, Steph, uh, we know where you're headed with this question, uh, the game that you're most looking forward to. And, you know, I can see a little bit of a script being written here for you. You coming up against your old club. Uh, talk to us about it. It's, um, yeah, wow, this is this is going to be an, an exciting clash to, to open, open, the, uh, open the season. Yeah, obviously I will be excited um, to play the Dragons first up. But um, to be honest, because... I've seen the Dragons, seen the Bronx, seen the Roosters. I'm actually really looking forward to the to the Knights and the Eels game, to be honest, mm. be where they're at because I know with the Roosters and the Bronx, um, well, not so much the Dragons, but they've got a lot of similar signings from previous years, so you sort of know what to expect. So um, I think it'll be good to, to see the Eels um, definitely uh, and the Knights play each other. Um, straight up in round one. That excites me, actually. Yeah, excellent. And it sounds like playing a little bit of poker there as well, seeing if there's a potential contender uh, in those teams and uh, that that's the right way to play it as well as we scan the competition. But, look, it's hard to see um, any, any sort of franchises struggling this season looking at these rosters. So, no, it's um, going to be exciting uh, round one of the NRLW season. All right, guys, look, that's all the time we have tonight. just want to thank my amazing panel, always bringing the heat as we talk all things uh, rugby league. And, Steph, thank you so much for coming on board and uh, joining the show and talking to us about the Gold Coast Titans. We'll be providing uh, a fair bit of coverage uh, of your side uh, moving into next season, and we're just excited for it to all come together. Well, listeners, we hope you enjoyed tonight's episode. If you did, please download the podcast, share with family and friends, and until next week, we'll see you then. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.